Hi there, this is Elliot Fishman again, and it's a pleasure to welcome you back to our latest podcast. One of the things I wanted to do in these podcasts, in addition to talking about radiology, would be to also interview celebrities. I always wondered how Howard Stern started. So what I've done is I've taken the liberty of emailing a number of celebrities, inviting them to join me, and then I would speak to them a little bit about uh, things that are not exactly CT, and then do a little bit of CT. So my first person I invited to come is Eric Clapton. Eric's one of my favorite musicians, and uh, since I was very young, I'm listening to the Cream Records and uh, all the groups he belonged to, Yardbirds, et al., his single career. Um, some of you may not know, but I've been to 10 Eric Clapton concerts probably. Last uh, June 2004, when he toured, I played air guitar and sang background from the 20th row. So I do have a little experience uh, in all seriousness, what we'll do is when Eric comes, we'll, we'll speak to him, uh, we'll ask him some questions, but um, until he gets here, let me speak to you about something a little different. Let me speak to you about contrast material. So one question we often get asked as we go f- to faster scanners from 4 to 16 to 64, what's the impact on contrast material? Can we decrease volume substantially? Well, it's a good question, and I think the answer is yes, no, and maybe. So simple things. One is with the newest scanners, we take 64 slides for a moment as the example, it's very easy to target timing. That is delivery of contrast with acquisition of data. So because we can do that better and because the acquisition times are shorter, conceptually surely, you should be able to drop contrast volumes. And of course, if you think about some applications like coronary artery imaging, we only use 80 cc's of contrast, and some people use as little as 60 cc's. But 80 cc's is a pretty good number, which indeed is pretty impressive. We also, for routine abdominal imaging, you, many people used to use 120 to 150 cc's. I think for things like abscess searches or ruling out infection and the like, 100 cc's works fine. You can use a saline chaser, and that will also make more efficient use of your contrast material. You can drop it even lower than that, but again, one word of caution is for certain areas like the liver, it's a good example, the ability to detect liver lesions is very much based on the number of grams of iodine that you inject. So you want to be very careful that you don't dilute the study too much and miss lesions. And that theoretically could happen with hypovascular lesions or hypervascular lesions. So there probably is some threshold which we can't drop beneath. However, in cases with patients with borderline renal function or problematic renal function, we can surely decrease the contrast volumes, particularly for smaller areas. If I want to look at the renal arteries and the patient's creatinine is 2.5, I'll use Visipec and I can get by with 60 cc's or 50 cc's, injected 3 cc's per second, and scanning right over the vessel in question. So if you're scanning more limited areas, it's easier to get by with less contrast, of course. In these situations, uh, as I mentioned, saline chasers are very helpful. That makes more efficient use of the contrast, extends the length of the bolus, clears the contrast from the uh, IV and the patient's upper extremity. So it's something that's very valuable. Uh, we use a dual-headed injector. We use the Stellant injector by Medrad. That injector works indeed very nicely. So uh, we've been very happy with that. For other applications such as aorta, 
whether it's runoff studies. Again, I think typically 100 to 120 is our volumes. You don't need to do the old 150 to 180 cc. So I think we definitely are seeing a uh, drop in the contrast volumes. In terms of concentration, what is the best concentration? Great question. People say all sorts of things. Is it 300, 320, 370, 350? In Europe, you can get 400. Is more necessarily better? Well, Pam Johnson, uh, who many of you do know, Pam's uh, uh, previously from Hopkins, still is uh, uh, on the staff at Hopkins here, works with us very closely, took a look at the literature for the last couple years in radiology and AJR, and she found that most people and most articles were in the 3 to 350 range. We like 350 Omni. We don't go higher. I've not found the higher concentrations to be helpful. There are all potential problems with higher concentrations. 350 Omni or 320 Visipake works very nicely, in our opinion. Uh, we compared, in fact, 320 with 350. Uh, Dr. Panu compared the Visipake and Omnipake in an animal model, and there was really no difference in terms of enhancement. So we stand, uh, we, um, so we tend to stay at the 350 level, and that works very nicely. And Pam's article, I can't tell you too much else. It's going to be an AJR. But one of the things to look at, and I think we need to be very careful, what volume we use, what's the concentration, what's the injection rate. They're all very important parameters. And with the faster scanners, we really need to try to optimize this both for lesion detection as well as to minimize the contrast load we give patients. Everyone is always concerned, rightly so, about the potential for contrast-induced nephrotoxicity. And one of the big things that makes it happen is lower volumes. So the higher the volume, the more likely you're going to get a contrast-induced nephrotoxic problem. If you lower the volumes, you're not going to have issues. Also, hydrate the patients. We're seeing more patients being given bicarb as well. There's one terrific article showing that bicarb can be very helpful, but I guess there's no downside with bicarb. So we're seeing more use of that. Um, but key things for us, give as little contrast as you can, and then use, uh, when necessary, in patients who are at risk, the isoosmolar agents, which typically represent Visipec 320. So I think we're going to see some change in contrast material as we get more experience. We really will be able to tailor the volumes to the patient a little bit more. And I think particularly with some of the new uh, monitoring software on scanners, that indeed may become uh, very easy to do. Again, you want to be concerned about doing the study correctly. Whether you give 80 cc's or 100 cc's, it's probably not going to have that much difference of impact on the kidneys. But if you give 80 cc's and the study doesn't answer the question, then you've got to do the study over again, and that means 100 more cc's, and it means more radiation dose. So to me, the best study, the most efficient study, the safest study is the study that's done correctly the first time. If you want to decrease radiation dose, answer all the questions on that first study and don't create additional studies that really aren't that helpful. So again, contrast is really critical to us, particularly in 3D imaging, but across the board in any application that we do from head to neck to chest to abdomen. 
it's always indeed critical. So the concentration is very important. We do on CT as us have a lot of protocols, as many of you are aware, and they also all do list the contrast volumes. Well, I think my time is up. I'm not sure where Eric Clapton is. Maybe he got lost in the elevator. It's Hopkins. You know, he could have got lost almost anywhere. Maybe he didn't get my message. That's always a small chance. I doubt that if he knew that CT is us was inviting him, he would not show up. So I'll promise you that when he shows up, which could be any minute, we'll record that and play it next time. If not, have a nice day. Thanks very much. 